Hola amigos. Look at your cat. Now back to me. Now back to your cat. Now back to me. Sadly, your cat is not me. But if he got off the catnip and got himself a cape and some boots, he could act like me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You are in an adventure. Nine lifetimes in the making. With a cat, your cat could act like. What is in your paw? Holy frijoles. It is golden eggs. Does your cat have golden eggs? I didn't think so. I'm on a horse. <laughs> Welcome to episode 55 of the Geek Generation. And despite what I said last week, we actually are here for another episode of Comic Con. I lied to everybody, including myself. Surprise! <laughs> uh, we didn't think we were going to be here this week because I'm dumb and didn't look at a calendar when I said we wouldn't be here till after Comic Con. But I'm here, as you could hear, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Volpe. Mike Volpe on the mic. I almost said his name. Coming at you. Mike Volpe's here. And Anna Zifkak's oh here. Oh my god! Hey! So we have a full crew today. Yeah. Yeah. But no Brian. No Brian. But we got Anna. We got Anna. We? <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here, okay? It's a wild ride. Yeah. That's why. Uh, let's go right into Blu-ray and video game releases then. October 11th on Blu-ray, Horrible Bosses, which I saw. I did not. And I really liked. Nope. It's worth seeing. You didn't see it. Either? It looked uh, the trailer looked good. I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, Anna so never makes it to the movies I never anymore. go to the theater. Yeah. I go to the theater like once a year. <laughs> I'm broke. It's sad. It's a is sad that tale. What the reason? Oh. Yeah, it is. Uh, Zookeeper, which the only reason I'm interested in that is because it was filmed in Franklin uh, Park. That so. was the one. Yeah. 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 Me too. We actually just went there, and they have like posters of them everywhere, and they have this scene was filmed here, and this yep. scene was filmed here. It's pretty cool. Is it a nice zoo? Yeah, it's a wicked nice. Zoo. Yeah, my yeah. sister works there. Yep. I'm so. jealous of his sister. Wait, she wasn't there while it was filming though. She had oh. like a doesn't Richard's girlfriend thing. doesn't Kate work there? Does she? I don't know. I don't or know is that Roger Williams? I don't, I don't know. know. Kate works at his. Nobody place. has any idea what we're talking about right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about it, guys. We're Inside stories. Zookeeper on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also on October 11th, Chuck: The Complete Fourth Season. If anyone is a Chuck watcher, I am not. No. No. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a geeky show, so some people will actually be interested in it, but we just don't watch it. Uh, for games on October 11th, Forza Motorsport 4 for the car crowd. Well, yeah. All six of them? I know, right? <laughs> hey oh, uh, for if the they, zombie fans. Why don't they remake Road Rash? And then we're talking. Yeah, or Rad that? Racer. That was no. the motorcycle one. Let's play no. Rad Racer, turn on the 3D from the pause menu, and give me a power glove and watch it. <laughs> then it's on. Nice. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Uh, Dead Rising 2 off the record for zombie fans is out mm. there. Which is kind of like an expansion of the yeah. uh, the story. It's the character from the first Dead Frank Rising. West. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I didn't beat the first game. I got frustrated with it and then sold it back to GameStop. 
Yeah, I don't like games uh, that have a timer on it. That was the issue. Yep. Was I, I kept running out of time and dying. Ugh. Yeah. You have so long to finish the game before. No, that's awful. And yeah. then you get an, an ending that. based on how far you've made oh, it. Oh, that's awful. There were like seven different endings. Yeah. Still, that's enough for me not to play. Yeah, exactly. that, that insane paranoia. I feel like that all the time. I don't need a it's clock an showing in front game of me. With a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't work. What? No, it doesn't. Um, also, Hulk Hogan's main event for Xbox, which is the Connect the hell? pro wrestling game. I've missed this. It mm. does not look good. Well, it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Again, as I've said in the past, he should just die. Terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. He's like my childhood, though. I don't know. Oh, I'm always my... gonna. Have, I'm always gonna have a soft spot for. I was him. saying he's terrible. He has yeah. so much hate. Yeah, Mike I Volpe. mean, he's so a legend. I mean, he should have just kind of walked away from it a long right. time ago. But at the same time, like I'll never hate the guy because yeah. he's like he's Hulk Hogan. I feel like he's my uncle or something. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Uncle Hulk, Uncle Hulk, Uncle Hulk. Uh, October fourteenth on Blu-ray, Green Lantern. Uh huh. Mm. I just saw the commercial while I was at the gym running. Yeah. Yep. Which you probably didn't say. Blu-ray nope. combo pack. I will be yes. um, definitely Redbox now. I just saw Thor. But they come out so fast now. They do. It's almost like, why go to the theater? I mean, I will for like something I'm really, really, really excited about. Yeah. But, I mean, I, now I've seen Thor. Until when I does have Captain America theater. come out? Very soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'll be all cut up before. I'll probably go see the Avengers in the theater. When did but Thor I'll be come all to cut the up. theaters? May. Oh. And it's October. See, yeah. the summer just, it just but flies by. Did Super 8 come out yet? See, that Soon. blows my mind. Yeah. That's the one I'm waiting for. I know. That was a good movie. Uh, October 18th, Blu-ray. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, if anyone's still watching those movies. I mm. saw it. I was forced to by the X. <sighs> was it as bad as the third one, though, or was it a little better? Because I thought it looked like it was going to be a little better. The was that it, even the fight scenes were drawn out. It, I think it was better than the third one, but not the best one. Well, no. I mean, the first one's got to be the best one, but the third yeah. one just didn't make any sense. It was the most confusing movie I've yeah. ever seen. Even with everything that I watch, I never bothered with the third or the fourth. You're fine. Yeah. 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 The second one was tolerable. The third one was... Barely. <laughs> right. Tolerable. Are the those, third one was yeah. horrendous. The The second one was only cool because Davy Jones was cool. The yeah. animation was awesome. They're That's making more. Same. There's going to be like another yeah. two or 5, three more. 5,000. Yeah. Only yep. 5,000. That's, That's the plan. <laughs> It's the first 5,000 G. I don't even know what you would call that. <laughs> on uh, Also on October 18th, Batman Year One animated DVD movie, which I am pumped for. I kind of want to watch that. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my hands on it. The book's fantastic. Gonna... I'll let you borrow it. All right. Yeah. Deal. Sweet. Star Wars The Clone Wars, the complete season three. I have not seen Clone Wars. I want to. Nope. I've heard I have it's to good. Say, yeah, I have to start, but there's a lot of things I have to start on. Yeah. So I'm not sure how where that falls in on the list, but I. It took me this long to get into Doctor Who, right. so I mean, there's a lot of things that are just out there waiting for consumption. Mm. Uh, the Crow's finally coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a great movie, one of the best superhero movies ever. And Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the 40th anniversary Ultimate Collector's Edition. So the original, original. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that yet, so actually, that might be a good buy. Kind of tired of Johnny Depp ruining childhood stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Games on October 18th. Speaking of Batman Year One, and mm-hmm. I already pre-ordered my copy of Batman Arkham City. Oh, boy. So that I could get the Robin Ooh. costume DLC and playable Didn't they Robin. Add, uh, hold on. I should know this. Don't tell me. It's in the news. Nightwing? Wing. Yeah. We'll go over that. He'll be in the game as well. 
Patience, Michael. Patience. 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 In the Patience hospital. Grasshopper. Patience. <laughs> Grasshopper. Rocksmith mm. is coming out on October 18th, which is a game that hasn't gotten too much press, it doesn't seem like, but you can plug in a real guitar. It's like Guitar Hero, but you plug in a real guitar, is what I've seen. That's as far as I've seen with it. I really haven't researched that much on this one. Or you could just play, you play guitar. guitar. Or yeah. you could. Well, I think it helps you learn. All right. Oh. So that's kind of cool. And Ratchet and Clank, all for one, which is... Are they still making those? Yep. Did those come out on like PlayStation 1? Oh, yeah. They're Ratchet fun. and Clank's one of their hardcore franchises. Mm. And they're yeah, they're fun games. Nothing super crazy, but they're fun. And that's all the releases. So I have news things here. Lots of news. News. <laughs> Your am, news. I, am I supposed to do that? Yeah, too? you're out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Your news for October 10th, 2011. First story is a sad story. Oh. Unfortunately. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs passed away on Wednesday, October 5th, at the age of 56 years old. He suffered from a rare form of pancreatic cancer. Quote, we are deeply saddened to announce that Steve Jobs passed away today, the company said in a brief statement. Steve's brilliance, passion, and energy were the source of countless innovations that enrich and improve all our lives. The world is immeasurably better because of Steve. Steve Jobs' family also released the following statement. Steve died peacefully today, surrounded by his family. In his public life, Steve was known as a visionary. In his private life, he cherished his family. We are thankful to the many people who have shared their wishes and prayers during the last year of Steve's illness. A website will be provided for those who wish to offer tributes and memories. We are grateful for the support and kindness of those who share our feelings for Steve. We know many of you will mourn with us, and we ask that you respect our privacy during our time of grief. And I think people have. And uh, yeah. it, there's no... Many people that haven't is goddamn news. I know. Oh, I was training a client at his house the next day, and all over... that. What was the Today Show? It was just like... They have to analyze every single every portion of it. Every freaking thing. The stupid Asian chick on there, whatever her name is, she's a I don't bitch. Know. <laughs> <laughs> she's just filled with hate, Mike Volpe. I am filled, filled with, with hate. hate today. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a sad thing. Steve Jobs' yeah. influence is, like they said, it's immeasurable. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a Mac guy, and I appreciate the, the technology that he created and the innovator that he was. Mm-hmm. I know Anne is a Mac girl. Oh, yeah. So oh. you I must have an be. iPhone. It's completely terrible. I yeah. have an iPod. I mean, it's really... I mean, even a rare form of pancreatic cancer, any form of that just is terrible. And he was way too young. I mean, it'd be one thing if he died when he was old, you know. I mean, we'd like for him to have never died at all. But yeah. the way he went and, and so suddenly, and I mean, it's just, it's a tragedy. It's really awful. I mean, it he is. had years and years and years and years left of life. To yeah. I mean, look at that's the life my da- he lived. Yeah. I mean, my parents are, are older than that. There yep. are people who live to be 102 years old who don't do a tenth of what this guy did. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, he lived a good life. He I did. Mean, he provided well for his family. So. Definitely. Yeah, it sucks, but he lived a good life at least. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it was going to be interesting anyways because he had already left Apple, but you know, the last time he left that company, it crashed and burned. So that's going to be the really interesting thing to see is Very true. with him not even available as a consultant. Um, mm. I'm hoping that he turned the company around enough while he was there to have successors that won't f everything up. But yeah, it well, should be interesting. The one thing that everybody's talking about is the fact that it, it, he was a genius and he knew his time was coming. And instead of really like taking it easy and relaxing and just focusing completely on his health, he brainstormed probably an insane amount of future devices. Yeah. That Apple's going to have in their bank for years to come. It's probably got it's to be like Walt Disney. Yeah, like the next fifty years of Disney World was planned out. Right. I wouldn't be shocked if we at least got the next ten years of technology 
from the ideas that Jobs already had. Oh, probably. That are just banked up. So, I mean, even though he's not around anymore, his influence will obviously be felt for years and years to come. What's the deal with that guy that he started the company with? They were interviewing him. He's kind of a chubby guy with a beard. Is that Wozniak? Maybe. That sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't know. that He was a co-founder. There were all pictures all over the news of the two of them together. Jobs was got. a co-founder. He wasn't yeah. the sole founder. Right. That's yeah. when yeah, he so the left. Other the guy. other guy was still there. And that's yeah. when the company sucked. Oh. Yeah. Mm, so I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't okay. know. I was just curious. I didn't. Well, know I mean, the, the thing the I agree with you, Rob. Except my argument is, you know, you can have an idea and the best of intentions, but mm-hmm. let's even think Iron Man too. Right. You know, you get the suit. It's the same suit as the Iron Man suit. They added a bunch of freaking guns to it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because if you're not the creator and you don't have this passion and this love for this thing you might take it in the wrong direction. Sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure that he does have a lot of stuff planned out, but I'm just hoping that the people he left it to are going to know what to do with that yeah. stuff. I would think he would be very careful about that, but you never know right. what's going to And you happen. never know who's going to be trustworthy and agree with him when he's alive and sure. then now he's dead and they're like, I wanted to do this all along, but <laughs> I wasn't going to tell I wasn't going to tell that to Steve. I don't know why an image of Jafar just popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh yeah, that's sad, but it happened, and yeah. Okay. Bummer. Bummer. Uh, happier news. Happier news, at least for me and other Trekkies. I, I, okay. When I read this story originally, this is how much I, I am of a geek. I read this story, or I just saw the headline that I was at my desk right here, and I just went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, arms in the air, screaming. I was so happy, because Star Trek The Next Generation will be released in high-definition Blu-ray starting in January with a sampler of several popular episodes followed by a season one set to be released later on in 2012 and subsequent seasons beaming down after that. Yes, beaming down. Oh boy. Each of the 178 episodes spanning the next generation's seven seasons will be transferred to true high-definition 1080p for release in the Blu-ray format and, eventually, for runs on television and digital platforms in the U.S. and across the world. Star Trek The Next Generation will, as fans know, be celebrating its 25th anniversary in 2012. Quote, Fans have been clamoring for a high-definition release of Star Trek The Next Generation. Ken Ross, executive vice president and general manager of CBS Entertainment, said in a statement, Transferring the series to high-definition presented difficult technical challenges, but our team has come up with a process to create true 1080p HD masters with true HD visual effects. We can't wait to show fans how pristine the series looks and sounds with our upcoming Blu-ray releases. CBS is, in fact, returning to the original film negatives, a motherload of material encompassing 25,000-plus reels of footage, and editing the episodes together precisely as they were when they originally aired between 1987 and 1994. Visual effects will not be upconverted from videotape, but instead will be recompositioned. The freshly cut film will ultimately be transferred to high definition with 7.1 DTS Master Audio, and all of the work is being done in conjunction with the respected longtime Star Trek figures Denise and Michael Okuda, who are on board as consultants. So, what all that gobbledygook means... <laughs> is that a bunch of Trekkies just have to change their pants now? Yeah, so that's half of it. <laughs> the other half is that the way Star Trek was, uh, or at least The Next Generation was filmed, it was filmed and edited differently. So it was filmed by film cameras and then edited edited with uh, video technology. So they couldn't just take the old negatives and upconvert it like that. They actually had to recut everything after oh. it was upconverted. And instead of going in with the effects they had and just making them look nicer, they have the film without the effects in it, and they're redoing them all so that they'll be 
better quality and HD effects. And they did this with Star Trek, the original series, when they did that on Blu-ray, too. Oh. And that'll be good because it won't make it look like the effects are dated anymore. There'll be modern quality effects, which is fantastic. Didn't What's-His-Face just do this with Star Wars and everybody got pissed off? He's not changing anything, though. They're not changing but then anything. But they try to make everything look better, the effects and stuff, too? Yeah, but the from what I've seen of the original series, they're still staying very true to the feel and everything of the effect. They just don't want it like a pixelated transporter beam would look mm. horrible if they tried to upconvert it. They're just going to create a newer, nicer looking effect that still give, gives the same visual thing. Mm. It shouldn't take you out or even be drastically noticeably, noticeably different. Oh. It'll just look modern. Yeah, so, like Lucas would yeah, they're not replace adding an entire monster with a CGI monster. Right. That's what everybody's talking right. about. They're not adding anything. The, ed- the episodes will be edited the exact same time points and everything, which is crazy. So this gives Star Trek fans a chance to say, ha ha, we did it right. Exactly. I see the war continues. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And as for the sampler previously mentioned, it will be called Star Trek The Next Generation, The Next Level. CBS Home Entertainment has set a January 31st, 2012 release date for the single disc, which will include the feature-length version of the series pilot Encounter at Farpoint, as well as the fan-favorite episodes Sins of the Father and The Inner Light. The former from season three and the latter from season five. I know what I'm talking yeah, right. about, even though you guys have no idea. Completely uh, lost. The next level will sell for the suggested real t- retail price of twenty one ninety nine. So that'll be a, a preview. So if people don't are thinking that it might be a risk that the effects are changing and everything, you can buy the sampler for twenty one or twenty two bucks or rent it. See if you like what they're doing with the process, and then when the seasons come out, you'll have those available in Blu Ray. Good move. Yeah. Only Trekkies would have that much dedication. And You're God damn bless them. Right. And God bless them. You're damn right. Uh, I have a couple news stories here that um, require a special intro that I put oh. together for Ooh. them. Because there's a streaming war that's on. With, uh, with Netflix and all the stuff that's been happening with them recently, apparently companies are stepping up. Because this is their opportunity mm-hmm. right. to really jump into the streaming market. Because Netflix yeah. has taken a big hit. So uh, there is a bit of a battle going on. Introducing first, in the red trunks, the former fan favorite, former DVD shipping, currently overcharging, Netflix. And introducing the opponent, in the yellow trunks, the up-and-coming, prime shipping, Amazon.com. Now, let the streaming wars begin. I have too much free time. Wow. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the news news needed a little spice enough. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> it's going to become like a fatal four-way match soon. It will be. Because Blockbuster's stepping in. It's I true. just noticed that was available on my Dish it's true. network thing. Netflix and DreamWorks Animation have announced a new multi-year licensing agreement that will make networks the exclusive subscription television service for first-run feature films and select television specials from DreamWorks Animation, the award-winning creators of such beloved franchises as Shrek, Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, and How to Train Your Dragon. Beginning with its 2013 feature films, new DreamWorks animation titles will be made available for Netflix members to watch instantly in the pay TV window on multiple platforms, including television, tablet, computer, and mobile phones. Under the agreement, certain critically lauded and commercially successful DreamWorks animation catalog titles, including Kung Fu Panda, Madagascar 2, 
Chicken Run, and Ants, among others, will also be made available to Netflix members over time. So basically, if you want DreamWorks Animation streaming, the only place you're going to get it is Netflix. Bummer. Bummer? Because <laughs> you don't plan on being a Netflix subscriber. I probably still... Well, I don't pay for it, so I probably will have it for a while, but I'm not... I don't like it. I'm not happy with it. So I would like to see them crash and burn, Yeah, but I'm probably going to still have it for a while. True. And there is some DreamWorks stuff I like. Madagascar, I freaking hate, but... I never saw that. I loved How to Train Your Dragon. That was really I good. I loved that movie. Yeah. I mean, Shrek, I'm sort of on the fence about it. I got some giggles out of it, but I don't love it. But um, I loved How to Train Your Dragon. I thought the movie was awesome. It was really, really good. Netflix did make another deal, too. Because Netflix and AMC Network have reached a multi-year licensing agreement that will make prior seasons of AMC's critically acclaimed original series, The Walking Dead, available exclusively to Netflix members in the U.S. and Canada. Season one of The Walking Dead is available right now. Additional seasons of The Walking Dead, as well as certain future AMC and Sundance channel programming, will be streaming instantly to Netflix members just prior to the premiere of subsequent seasons. So, Walking Dead fans, that's the only place you're going to see Walking Dead streaming, too. Yeah, or you could buy the Blu-ray. Or you yeah. could buy the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that comes out once a year for $20. Yeah. Probably worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably worth it over the streaming. One would think. But Amazon is still in the battle. Because Amazon has struck back big time. Not only last time they had added all the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation stuff. Yay. Uh, but Amazon.com has announced a licensing agreement with Fox that will allow Amazon Prime members to instantly stream a broad selection of popular movies and TV shows from the Fox library. This deal will bring the total number of Prime Instant videos to more than 11,000 movies and TV shows later this fall. Fox titles available to Prime members will include contemporary movies such as Speed, Mrs. Doubtfire, Dr. Doolittle, Last of the Mohicans, and Office Space, as well as classics like The Longest Day, All About Eve, 9 to 5, and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Fox also brings to Prime members a selection of popular TV series, including 24, The X-Files, NYPD Blue, Arrested Development, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Ally McBeal, and newly available on digital video, The Wonder Years. Oh, Quote, nice. we have received very positive feedback from Prime members about Prime Instant Videos. Customers love the instant access to thousands of movie and TV favorites, said Steve Oliver, director of video at Amazon.com. Since the launch of Prime Instant Videos in February... We have more than doubled the library to 11,000 titles and will continue to add more of our customers' favorite movies and TV shows to Prime Instant Videos. So while Netflix got DreamWorks Animation and got AMC, I think this is a big win in this category for Amazon.com because the amount of stuff that Fox has Fox is, huge. is tremendous. And as an Amazon subscriber, I'm happy. Good thing you're not refing that fight. I, I know one sided. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I might be a little biased. And if you listen back carefully, there were boos under Netflix and there were cheers under Amazon <laughs> while they were being announced. But, you know, I'm not biased. No, not at all. <laughs> there was no blatant heel. He's going to call this match. one right down the middle. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <sighs> Continuing on with some DC animated entertainment stuff. DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers Animation have announced that Justice League Doom will be the next entry in the DC Universe animated original movies following Batman Year One. The movie will be based on the DC storyline JLA Tower of Babel, in which Ra's al Ghul steals the contingency plans that Batman had prepared in the event that any member of the Justice League went rogue. In addition to the announcement of the film, the voice cast has also been revealed. Now, this might not mean a ton to you guys, 
but to me, this was freaking epic because it's been a long time since we've had the voice cast from classic shows all coming back together again. Longtime DC animated fans will be happy to know that Kevin Conroy will reprise his iconic role as Batman. <gasps> oh my god! Sorry, I had to. <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Conroy will reprise his iconic role as Batman, and Tim Daly will reprise his role as Superman. Nathan Fillion, who voiced Hal Jordan in Green Lantern Emerald Knights, will once again lend his voice to the character. Other Justice League alumni voice actors will also return, as Michael Rosenbaum will again voice The Flash, Carl Lumbly will voice Martian Manhunter, and Susan Eisenberg returns as the voice of Wonder Woman. Cyborg, a character that didn't appear in the Justice League cartoon series, will be voiced by veteran voice actor Bumper Robinson. (laughs) What? Yeah. Uh, well, all the other people, if His you're not familiar, Robinson. I guess, if you're not familiar with the other voice actors, <laughs> yeah. they're all the ones that did the voices in Justice League, with the exception of Tim Daly. He voiced Superman in the Superman animated mm-hmm. series. So these are all the fan favorite voices all returning for the movie, which Good. is huge. Bruce Tim once again takes the reins as executive producer with longtime partner Lauren Montgomery as director. The script was written by acclaimed animation comic book writer Dwayne McDuffie, who passed away earlier this year. So this is all-star all around, which is going to be friggin' epic. I know you guys are like, whatever. Awesome. No, I think it sounds cool. <laughs> I'm just not going to, I just don't, I've never seen. She's like, I'm not going to watch so, it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'd watch it if somebody handed it to me, but I'm not going to. Well, my excitement will permeate yes. the crowd. And I'm very happy for you, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. Very happy for it's you. It's like Christmas for him right now. It is. all Just one good thing after another right now, except for the whole Steve Jobs yeah. thing. But, you know, That's right. You're sitting here using a. Windows machine. That's right. Well, he has an iPod in his hand. I do. I mean, uh, yeah, an iPod. See, I'm a man of many worlds. Yeah, I'm a PC guy, but I appreciate the Apple products as well. And I see, I'm not a big fan of this series, but I don't know if you guys are. But while not confirmed, TV Line is reporting that Arrested Development may be making a return to the small screen for one final season. A movie reuniting the cast has been rumored for some time now. Ever since the cancellation of the series in 2006. But a return to television is something no one was expecting. Series creator Mitch Hurwitz announced Sunday at the New Yorker Festival that he wants to bring Arrested Development back to television for a brief miniseason prior to the show hitting the big screen. Hurwitz's goal is reportedly to produce 9-10 to more episodes that each focus on one member of the cast. The goal of this would be to make it easier to shoot, given that everyone has moved on to other projects. Whether this rumor comes to fruition or lingers on in fan debates remains to be seen. There's been an Arrested Development movie rumored for a long time now, and people have been out crying. This is one of those shows that everyone thinks went away too soon and has kind of had a second life on DVD, but no one thought we would ever really see anything out of it. Maybe a movie at the least, but now they're talking about a whole nother season before a movie, which is a lot, and that Mm -hmm. says a lot for the DVD market and the power that the fans really have. I mean, we've seen plenty of shows return, for a second life after DVD sales. Family Guy was one of them. Mm-hmm. Futurama is back on Cartoon Network yep. because of the sales of DVDs. Yep. And it's easier with cartoons, obviously, yeah. because the, it's different. Them. Yeah, you, you draw the them and then you get the voice actors in there and it doesn't take as long. But th- think about the people that were in Arrested Development that have moved on to other things now. Which would be who? Jason Bateman. I can't even picture that show. I don't think I ever oh, Michael Cera was oh. where he really got his start in there. Um, what's his face? Uh, Will Arnett. Maybe I did watch it. Will Arnett, who's on a new fall TV pilot, uh, Up All Night, just started. That got picked up for a full season, actually. So he's he's busy with a whole other show. And there are people. uh, David Cross. David Cross was on there. 
uh, Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi, was on Arrested oh. Development, and they're all doing other stuff now. So hmm. this is a smart way to actually go about it, is to kind of focus in on one cast member each show, and then that way they could shoot it without really interfering with other people's projects that yeah. much. Cool. Yeah. Well, if it works, we might see other shows come back. Maybe. You never know. Married with children. <laughs> I don't know about I that. Want, I want Seinfeld back. Yeah. I just saw an interview with him because he's going to do a stand-up show. Yep. And uh, they said, you know, why did you, you finish when it was on top? I mean, it was on top. Oh, that show absolutely. Was, I thought the last episode sucked. Most people do. Yeah, it wasn't great. But um, they asked Jerry why. Like, why did you end it when you were number one in yeah. everything? And he said, I wanted people to miss it. He's smart. And, and we do. And we love the reruns. Yeah. You know? Going out when you're on top yep. is a good thing to do, usually. Because yep. then it doesn't really dig a hole. He's been that. doing stand-up for a while. Yeah. You can, he's freaking yeah, hilarious. Still bouncing around. I haven't seen him live. I was. It's funny, though, because... What is the deal with that? <laughs> no, but aside from Jerry, who I love and he's hilarious, nobody else... Like it was the dynamic that made them great. Yeah. It's like, have you seen the new adventures of old Christine? I haven't. No. It's terrible. Who yeah. would it's terrible. Yeah. Well, I watched the first couple of episodes because I really liked her. I loved Elaine. She was like my favorite character. Well, see, that's the, see, exactly. But you it was Elaine. That, yeah. Right. But right. I thought maybe she, you know, she'd bring the same kind of comedy to it. It just was not the same. And same the with chemistry's um, not there. Jason Alexander, too. It's just. It's, it's really same. tough to get a cast that has amazing chemistry within it. Yeah. And as much as people laugh at the fact that, like, uh, the sitcom that Friends was, you can't argue with the fact that that cast had a great chemistry, and that's tough to recreate. They've tried so many times recreating Friends in one form or another, and it just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sad. (sighs) Tear. Single tear. Single tear. Mike, you're an Xbox guy. I am. Yeah. Uh, And you're a PC guy, more or less. Yeah? Just to look at porn. Okay. Oops, I said that out loud. <laughs> is this thing on? Is this whoops, recording? Whoops, let's edit that. Uh, edit. Edit, edit. Uh, Microsoft has announced that a new multiplayer experience will make its way to PCs as Xbox Live will be a part of Windows 8, their next oh, cool. operating system. Xbox Live brings your movies, games, music, and TV shows to your favorite Microsoft and Windows devices. So it will be integrated. So we've been doing all these stories about Xbox Live being left out of the cross market. Yeah, while PlayStation was jumping in, so now you can play. But now Xbox people. Live is going to be on the computer, so one would think you could all play on the same right. servers. I hope so. That's cool. Which is very cool. I mean, I'm not an Xbox guy, but mm, that's okay. Yay for you! I mean, I have a PlayStation in the house. Yeah, I'm not an Xbox guy either. Are you an Xbox girl? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that's a double because <laughs> you're a PlayStation girl, right? Yeah. Polar opposite. Polar. So wait, Xbox guy, PlayStation girl. Yes, we're we're scowling at each other. In this corner. No, I'm not (laughs) gonna go into it again. Based on the success of both the recent video game reboot and the online web series Mortal Kombat Legacy, New Line and Warner Brothers have decided to reboot the Mortal Kombat film franchise. Mm -hmm. Legacy was such an inspiration that the director of both the original viral trailer and the resulting web series, Kevin that's his name yep has been tapped to direct the new take on mortal Kombat. the movie will be written by his partner oren usiel new line president toby emmerich said the idea to do the movie came entirely from the work the director did online 
Quote, the new game and the online shorts prompted us to reconsider uh, to consider a reboot of a brand we hadn't been actively thinking about, Emmerich said. So this is the one thing I agree with, like rebooting. Yeah. Because I DVR'd the first Mortal Kombat movie. Yep. And watched it a few weeks ago. And it's like, just an excuse for fighting scenes. Oh, I was scenes. just pissed off. I'm like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion look like shit. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Let's redo this. Well, it's older, too. They look it like was. they did in the original video game, yeah. though. Because it, clo- it was just a ninja outfit. But it was just terrible. Yeah. Right. And uh, anything would have looked better than the original games when they were like live-action people captured right. and animated that way. So, and This is exciting. The little short thing I watched was cool. I think it was Jax was the... Yeah. So they got maybe it will and they've come out with a complete web series. So they want to take that same Mm -hmm. tone and bring that into a full fledged film reboot. Be cool, which is smart, I think. And there's a lot of potential there. I think it's going to be really good. Actually, I think it sounds good. Yeah, the special effects that we have now look way better. And if they're rebooting the the game franchise, this is the perfect time to do it. Really, maybe Scorpion won't have that weird thingy in his hand where he's it's like alive. It's like yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that it had like a face and all that. Yeah, ugh. Uh, next story. This is interesting. I was fascinated by this. Warner Brothers Digital Distribution has announced the first ever social series from a Hollywood studio will debut on Facebook starting October 18th. Consumers can now become part of the show by seamlessly integrating their profile information, including photos, text, and friends, by simply opting into the application on the show's Facebook page. The action comedy series Aim High, starring Jackson Rathburn, uh, Rathbone, Amy Teagarten, and Greg German, will debut through Facebook.com slash aimhighseries and cambio.com. By choosing to watch Aim High in a personalized viewing mode through the show's Facebook page, viewers will be able to see themselves or their friends integrated into select scenes throughout the series, from their photo appearing on a student body election poster to having their name seen as graffiti on the bathroom wall. This video application not only allows consumers to have an immersive and engaging viewing experience, but also a social one where they can share comments, scenes, and tweets about their favorite moments from the show. And about the series... Aim High is the story of a young man leading a double life, juggling his studies by day and serving as a government operative by night. The series chronicles the life of Nick Green, a junior who's just starting a new school year, as one of the country's 64 highly trained teenage operatives. When he's not handling international spies, Nick is dreaming of Amanda Miles, Aww. the most popular girl in school who's cool, intelligent, and very alluring. But Amanda mercilessly flirts him. with Nick. No, she flirts with him. Oh boy! But before he can enjoy her, <laughs> but before he can enjoy her advances, he has to avoid Derek, her overly oh. protective boyfriend who threatens him for even looking at her. He's in the CIA. Yeah. Well, he can't let him know that. No, but he knows how to take the guy down. This is. Yeah, but again, he can't bring attention to himself. This is stupid. This is silly. Yeah, it's a silly premise for the Very. show, but oh. the technological side of it is what fascinates me. To be and I've I've watched the preview trailer of the show and it looks like any show you'd see on TV, but it doesn't have any of the integration aspects in the trailer and that's what I'm really curious about. Yeah, how's that? See, I'm work? picturing it like the Truman Show. Remember his wife and she'd like hold the can opener up. I can picture yeah. them being like, yeah. we should elect this like girl. Like cheesy three D. Yeah, like tricks. I just picture like them forcing it in like it it seems like a strange thing to add into a television show like just people's photos but i think it's enough and all they want is that little hook of curiosity to say how does this work and then maybe they get you hooked there you just you just want to be on tv maybe (laughs) i'm gonna watch the first episode because i am curious in the technology and if it's going to be like that cheesy how many hundreds of millions of people use facebook what are the odds that you're going to be or is it specific? Like, it's specific to your friends list. Uh, like you'll only see pictures that? that exist within your network. Okay, that now that's even sillier because how do they do it? 
you already know what your friends look like, and you can Photoshop in whatever you want whenever you feel like it. So, but that you seems, don't do it. You don't put the things right. In and but chooses. I'm saying seeing something that I know not everybody's seeing, and just yeah. me and my friends are seeing, is not worth it to me. No. But the show itself will be the I want same the world around that. To right. See me but on that's a yeah. right. That's what I mean. That would be the yeah. incentive. Would be like I want everybody to see me, not Some my friends like, hey, that always see me anyway. Be like, yeah, we were watching that show, and it was Anna this week. Like, but then if if someone didn't know you saw you. Who cares? Because they're not even going to know who that is. It won't look like anything different to them. Oh, who are you kidding? Because you you were like you said before. You you know you do this because you have a mild case of of narcissism. People just want their face out there. They don't care who's looking at it. Yeah, but it doesn't do me any good if they don't if they don't stop and say, well, who is that guy? Well, wouldn't your name be on there too? They said your profile information too. Possibly, but not necessarily. You could have a picture of like elect this person, and it doesn't actually say the name. Seems like it's a waste of time to me. It could be. <laughs> I am curious in the technological side. You you let us know. Okay. From from a video editing, video production standpoint, I'm curious into how they're going to put it together. Okay. But that's... Well, that's, the same technology they use in uh, in um, the Wii, because they put your me's in the background all the time. Oh, yeah. So. My, my fear is that it's going to look like a bad jib-jab video. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm picturing. Well, right. like, Here's not... my question. The three of us are friends on Facebook, <laughs> but we have... Our friends list are dramatically different, mm-hmm. so so we could have the totally episode different that shows. I see. If I happen to see Anna on a poster, Anna might not see herself. She might see you on the right. poster or somebody else. So every episode is going to be different. Yeah, you could probably watch it again and have it be different this the next stupid. time around. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I think it's. If an, I'm going to be on a poster, everybody's going to see it. I think it's a creative idea, but oh, it's creative, and if it can work in some way, I'm sure more shows will do it. But I don't know. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> I just if I was watching a TV show, I would not give a rat's ass that, who was on the poster in the background. We're gonna have to watch it on Facebook. Facebook's distracting enough. Yeah, I know. There's right? so many other things to do. I don't know. So so much for technological advancement. Let's take a break. <laughs> okay, and we'll come back with some more stories after. Ah. Hey, Amazon users! If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com/slash/amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Scott Herbin from scottherbinfitness.com, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. We're back. Yep. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, my legs are tired. I oh. ran, so I was just squatting. Okay. Scott Herman should sell my protein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a long talk with this man at Comic Con. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, back into the news. Lionsgate. Oh, I like them. Yeah, me too. A leading global entertainment company announced that it has optioned film rights from Deep Silver to develop a feature inspired by Dead Island which became a Ooh. viral media sensation when its haunting, artful trailer launched in February 2011. Dead Island is a global brand first introduced through a teaser trailer that told the story of a family on vacation at a tropical resort who is besieged by zombies. Zombies. Ooh. Told in a stark, nonlinear fashion, the wrenching trailer captured worldwide fan attention and unanimous critical praise upon its debut, receiving over 1 million hits in its first 24 hours online mm. and nearly 10 million views by day two after its debut. Wired Magazine, College Humor, and G4TV all called it the best video game trailer 
of all time with g4 tv adding the dead island trailer is the best trailer i have ever seen in my life the best video game trailer the best movie trailer the best anything trailer the trailer went on to win the golden lion in cans at the international festival of creativity the advertising industry's highest honor and it was featured by Adweek on their annual list of the world's best commercials did you guys see the trailer i did wasn't that was the one where they're on yeah the whole you watch the thing it goes in reverse yes Amazing. And like as you're watching it, you're just like <gasps> Anna hasn't seen it, but she's it's like, Oh, it sounds to. amazing. It is an amazing like you I don't even the game yet. Yeah. Mm-mm. Me neither. I tried to buy it twice and both times it was sold out. I don't even like zombie stuff, and the trailer is amazing. This whole movie deal was worked out not on the game's release and plot, but on the trailer alone. Now, what if they made you watch a movie in reverse like that? That well, they kind of did not in that same way, but Memento hmm. was a movie that went in reverse by segments of five minutes each, really. Which have you seen? No, oh, that's a shame. Memento's amazing. Shame, 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 shame. The game centers on vacationers whose island paradise becomes a living hell when a zombie outbreak quickly spreads. Cut off from the rest of the world, the survivors have only the available materials in the island's natural weapons to protect themselves from the vicious and growing legions of the undead. In addition to the award-winning trailer and video game, the Dead Island intellectual property will be simultaneously developed by Deep Silver into forthcoming graphic novels, novels, and other extensions. I know, so, I'm touching my boobs. I have a lump in my chest, and I was just... You're not paying attention to me at all. No, I was saw her ta- looking at me I touching w- my chest. And I, then was I was paying like, attention to you, and then I noticed him grabbing his... Chest, it's because so when we talk about zombies, distracted. Mike gets all excited and he has to start flying. <laughs> <Yeah, himself. apparently. laughs> He's like, oh, zombies. Because I was definitely, that sounds great, but Sorry. I was distracted. I'm, it's not cancer. That's good. I'm just turning into a chick, turns out. Yeah, turning into evil glare that people can't see. The <laughs> they are, they're staring at each other. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's cool for zombie fans. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Can you repeat that? No. <laughs> no, I can't. I heard the whole thing. This Don't is worry. recorded. You can listen to it later. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. You play this somewhere? Yeah. I oh thought this God. was just for us. Yeah, this is just for us, Mike. Okay. Just for us. Mike's special. He's been trying to sell you his protein for yeah. the last three weeks. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I already bought it, so he's he wasting his time. <laughs> Uh, Moving on. <laughs> while it was already confirmed or already announced that Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger would be returning for the Expendables two and oh expanded my God, roles, I just DVR'd that last night. I gotta watch it. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just got really excited because I'm like, oh, I gotta watch that. I gotta tell Rob. Yeah. Thanks. Way to way to just but cut right I into my news story it there for the news story that was about that. Yeah. There's a two coming out. <sighs> Shit. This is why I bust his ass every friggin' show. <laughs> He does nothing but torment me. <laughs> Go ahead, Expendables 2. Bruce While Willis. it was already announced that Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger would be returning for the Expendables 2 in expanded roles, Sylvester Stallone has confirmed that two more action stars have been cast for the film. Mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh boy, we haven't seen him in a while. And Chuck Norris. Get out! Yes. Eh, I'm done with Chuck Norris. How can you be done Look with at Chuck he, Norris? how he's a downer on everything. He hates the world today. No kidding. No, I hate the world every day. Why don't you go play with your nipples some more? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Furthermore, there are rumors that both Nicolas Cage and John Travolta may be getting into the action as well. Meh. But those are only rumors. Meh. Meh. Van Damme and Norris makes for? it enough. Meh. Yeah. Meh. 
I don't yeah. need those two either. Yeah. So uh, the Expendables two might be more action star filled than the Expendables was. It must be an expensive movie to make. Maybe those aren't cheap actors. No, but they probably. I mean, what's Chuck Norris and Van Damme doing? Nothing. Right. He's doing like body flex commercials yeah. or whatever that is. Body I'm flex. pretty sure this is a good payday for them, regardless of what they're getting. Let's just throw Dennis Rodman in the mix. Remember Double Team? Good yeah. God, Dennis Rodman and uh, John Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Or uh, wait, let's get, can we get DMX? Was it Cradle to the Grave? Is that what it was called? With, yeah, uh, that's a, yeah. DMX and um, what, what? Steven Seagal. Why isn't Steven Seagal in this right, yet? He should be. He's still alive, right? He yeah. Does, isn't he he was a, a cop TV last show? Time yeah, I knew. he's yeah. doing like a reality television. Because <laughs> that would bring the entire tone of the movie down. No, that would be epic. He would just be like, "I'm gonna kill him." <laughs> right. Then the movie would be over. And then Chuck Norris would punch him through his beard. <laughs> the best thing ever would be if Norris had his cowboy hat on and Steven Seagal was standing right next to him, just kind of flicked it right off and then just stood there like, mm. <laughs> flick. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, mm-hmm. getting back to a story that you mentioned prior during the uh, video game announcements in Batman Arkham City, you'll be able to play as Batman, Catwoman and Robin, mm-hmm. who is Tim Drake in this game. Batman and Catwoman are part of the main campaign, while Robin will be exclusive to DLC content for people that uh, pre-ordered through Best Buy, which I already did. Uh, However, it looks like the Boy Wonder won't be the only DLC-exclusive character, as a former Boy Wonder will join him. Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson, has been revealed as a second DLC-exclusive playable character, according to the leaked list of trophies acquired by PS3Trophies.org. Nightwing seems to be playable in, quote, bundle-packed campaigns and ranked maps. So cool DLC characters galore in this game, not to mention all the friggin' villains they've been adding. It's an insane list of the rogues gallery in this game because we've talked about what Penguin, mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy, uh, Mr. Freeze, um, and the list went on Bless and on you. and on. Thank you. But there's another one oh. because PSN's core recently covered Batman Arkham City and in the process revealed another villain to add to the already staggering list. Uh, the video shows a quick flash of Jervis Tetch, a.k.a. the Mad Hatter, who's one of my favorite Batman villains as far as the at least the animated series goes. I don't remember him. No, he's not. He's not a mainstream huge villain in the Batman universe. See, the Mad Hatter to me immediately. How much? Why isn't he just called Joker? He's a parody of the Alice in Wonderland villain. Yeah. I don't know. Or villain. I say villain. Like, was the Mad Hatter really a villain in Alice in Wonderland? No. He's a villain form of the Mad Hatter and often uses mind control and mental technologies to manipulate people's brainwaves. Mm -hmm. So one thing that he always does is he dresses them up like Alice in Wonderland characters, but they have these little, like, ring things that go around their head. And he keeps a microchip in his hat, in his Hatter hat, and he uses that to control them, to make them like his drones. Cool. Yeah. He's a cool. Yeah, one of uh one of the Batman animated series episodes that's my favorite called Perchance to Dream is about Mad Hatter putting Batman uh, or getting him away from him by giving him his own world where everything he ever wanted was real. So he was married to Selena Kyle or marrying her. His parents were still alive and he lived the whole episode like in this dream world hmm. and then ended up figuring it out it was a dream and refusing to be a part of it and it, oh it's such a good episode. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. And you wonder why I annoy him while we're doing this. I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> that was subtle. Uh, more Batman news, because I can't get enough of it. 
Warner Brothers Animation Executive Vice President for Creative Affairs Sam Register announced recently at the MIP Junior Conference that the next Batman animated TV series will be titled Beware the Batman. The CG animated show will be part of the DC Nation block that's coming to Cartoon Network in 2012, although Beware the Batman won't be joining the party until 2013. And I have a clip from that keynote conference right oh, here. That. that is not it. That was, that was Puss in Boots again. Hola, I'm here with Batman. Hola, here we go. Beware the Batman. This will be our next uh, CG series. What's core? Batman looks like Batman. What did we change? All those characters around him a little bit different. We went in deeper into the villain library, pulled out some other villains. We didn't want to do another Joker story. There's too many of them, and we just needed to do something new. So we're starting off with new, villain, new villains. Uh, Alfred packing heat this time. Um, and finally, Katana is going to be his new Robin, but not necessarily. Everyone's a little bit different. Katana. Uh, we've just started production on this. This is from producer Glenn Murakami, who did Teen Titans. I worked with him on Teen Titans and has been working on Ben 10 for the last four years. Katana sounds like a girl. It is. Because I think Mortal Kombat. Right. Yeah. Uh, like they said, the series will feature a classic-looking Batman teaming mm-hmm. up with a gun-toting Alfred Pennyworth and a female ninja sidekick. Classic-looking Batman, like the picture behind you right now, like that. When you um, say classic-looking Batman, like the the classic animation they've been using over the last few years oh, to okay. represent Batman. All right, uh, and a gun-toting Alfred Pennyworth and a female ninja sidekick named Katana, who is a character from the comics. All right, female. Okay. Register also added that the series will explore the mythology's more obscure villains, such as Professor Pig but also won't shy away from featuring some of the more well-known Batman foes. While Katana will be filling the sidekick role in the show, Register also said, quote, Katana is going to be his new Robin, but not necessarily, whatever the hell that means. I think that means she's not going to yeah. be Robin. They're not going to try to make like a girl right. Robin. Overall, this kind of pisses me off. Why? Well, for one... It's a CG show. Oh. I don't want another computer gen. It's too much. No. I don't like all like DC animation has such a fantastic look to it. Why make a CG cartoon of the style that they've been using? Green Lantern is doing that too. The Green Lantern animated show that they're coming out with, and they will actually have a Green Lantern pilot airing at Comic Con mm-hmm. when we go. And I definitely want to see that. But the one thing that really strikes me here is. Well, I don't even know why Katana is a part of it. But anyway, uh, a gun-toting Alfred Pennyworth. And yes, the promo picture shows Alfred walking around via, like, Bruce Willis and Last Man Standing. Like, you dual like pistols. Yeah. Like, Drink the tea. And, and, and let's, let's think about one second for why Batman's Batman. What would be more insulting and disrespectful to Bruce Wayne, the man who has said he will never touch a gun because that's what killed his parents... Then Alfred, his surrogate father, picking up a gun and shooting at people. Yeah. That goes against the Sounds entire like mythology the of Batman. That is a horrible, horrible idea. Yeah. You know, a few episodes will come out and it'll suck and they'll get rid of it. Yeah, or yeah but it. The Batman aired for like four or five years. The Batman. Uh, Batman Brave and the Bold is coming to an end. That's had like three seasons and that's a huge steaming pile. That's uh-huh. like an animated version of the 60s Batman show. It's in that. Uh. Yeah, it's it's that type of comedic, no, no, I'm Batman. No, no, no. <laughs> Do that again. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so dumb. And I refuse to watch Brave and the Bold. 
I did not like the Batman. The brave and the bold. It sounds like something that's on at noon. Meanwhile, right. they have home moms. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have the amazing Batman Year One movie coming out that looks like a fantastic representation of one of the most popular Batman graphic novels of all time. There's a lot of so Batman stuff. What are they doing? Out. Well, yeah, he's, including the movie. When, when is that why they're pushing all this out to try to bank off the fact that people are excited about oh, yeah. the movie? DC latches but on to whichever superhero is doing the best. Yeah, but they latch on to whoever's doing the best at any given time. But that's also why they're changing the media. That's why this isn't Batman and Robin again and the same villains you've seen over and over. They want to do something different because people won't watch just another Batman. Well, I will. I like the idea, though, that instead of Robin, there's a ninja chick. I don't because Katana was introduced as one of the outsiders, which Mm -hmm. is a group Batman put together. And it's fine if Katana made appearances. I don't think she should be filling the sidekick role, though. They have they don't have that connection. Maybe they're going to develop that connection. I'm going to wail my fist in anger just because <laughs> I don't like this at all. As a Batman fan, I do not like this. Write them a letter. I'm sure they care. <laughs> I just don't like CG on television. No. I don't They either. don't put the time into it. No. Like When you make a movie like Toy Story, they're working on that for like four years. It's a big deal to get all those textures in there and to yep. really make it a real place. Yeah. So when you look at a TV show, they just don't they don't put the time in. They don't. It looks like crap. The care like is hand, not there. No, mm-hmm. hand-drawn animation is just a thousand times better for, yep. for TV. I think it is for movies too, but I agree. TV definitely. I agree. Yes. If you're not Pixar. <laughs> right, exactly. There are a few companies that get 3D, uh, not 3D, but CG animation correctly. And ugh, I don't want to see this. Anyway, before I <laughs> before I bring the whole show to a screeching halt, uh, with the success of The Lion King 3D. Woo-hoo! Oh, no. Uh-oh. Did you hear him? Or the 3D part or the Lion King part? I like The Lion King. Okay. okay. And I like uh, the second one. Just checking. But I didn't see the Timon and Pumbaa no. one. But... All right, go ahead. Okay. Why not? Let's beat a dead horse. With the success of The Lion King 3D, Disney and Disney Pixar have announced the 3D re-releases of Beauty and the Beast, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., and The Little Mermaid for 2012 and 2013. The release dates are as follows, or at least scheduled as follows. Beauty and the Beast on January 13, 2012. Finding Nemo on September 14, 2012. Monsters, Inc. on January 18th, 2013, which is five months prior to the sequel Monsters University coming out. And The Little Mermaid on September 13th, 2013. Here it comes, the new trend. Rather than making a sequel or making a trilogy, we'll just release the old one in 3D and make bank off it. All right, here's my question, though. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm older. I'm not. Maybe little kids love 3D. I don't really know. I Mm -hmm. don't know anybody that age, but... What is the point of doing it in 3D? Like, I think they would make just as much money. They just put The Lion King back in the theater, Mm -hmm. HD, you Mm -hmm. know. I would have gone. I didn't go because it was in 3D. Because I didn't didn't want to see it. My sister saw it. The Beauty Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites. I am not going to go see that Mm because it's in 3D. Why can't they just... I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, like, kids love 3D. I personally don't know one single goddamn person that likes 3D. I don't know anybody that is, like, on board with 3D. I mean, maybe that's something we can throw out to the audience. If you have an argument for 3D, I'd love to hear it. I've never met anybody. I mean, I'm not completely throwing it away, but I... Do not see the point. I'd rather they just re-release it, too. And they're just, like, 3D overlapping it. But A, 3D is the trend. And B, tickets cost more. 
Yeah, so the pilots are more. But my my question is: Is three D the trend? Just the studios think it's the trend because they haven't put anything out there to to test it against. Why didn't they? Avatar you know, was the only thing, right? And I didn't even see that. Well, but I'm saying if you put if you put Lion King out in three D, yep. and put Lion King out in two D. You tell me which one's necessarily going to do better. Because, like I said, I personally right. would have gone to see financially. No, financially, well, 3D then. will do better because it costs more for the tickets. Well, that's not fair. Then that's not, not a good experience. No. But that's what I'm asking: is but it the just the, the studios day, thinking 3D matter. is cool? Disney's a company. Doesn't matter. It's the money. Yeah, but Disney's that's a what company. I'm asking. Right. Make money. It doesn't matter who's seeing more. 3D will make more money. Right. But that's exactly what I'm asking, though. So, is it just the studios thinking? I mean, it's a trend because they're making it happen. It's not a trend because people want it. No. No, but they're sitting there going, we can make a ton of money and off sometimes, this and release it. And sometimes people don't have the option to go to see in 2D. Right. So they end up going to see it in 3D, and they end up paying more, which is what the studios want. See, I'm mm-hmm. a stubborn bitch, and I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go. I'm a well, stubborn bitch, too. <laughs> you're just a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I set myself It's up okay. There, just for you. It's okay, Mike. You're my bitch. Uh, I am. Come this weekend. Yeah. I have to be. Um, Can you go record that? Yes, Rob. (laughs) Here, hold my bag. Okay. Uh, I guess it makes sense for what they're doing. I mean, they are they were going to release these on 3D Blu-ray, so they're figuring we might as well re-release it in the theater too as 3D. But they should re-release it in both formats. I think. I would love it if nobody bought a 3D TV or a 3D Blu-ray player. Oh, well, and they just even did, oh, that'd selling. be awesome. Yeah, I, I know somebody that, too, that has one, and I hated it. Like he was so excited. He was an older mm-hmm. guy, so he thought, you know, oh, I have the latest technology. We and I'm like, dude, I'm getting a headache. Like I can't. I won't do it. I won't yeah. watch him. Well, here's the other thing too: is you ask if it's successful. Given the economy right now, you'd think movie sales would be down. This past summer, think about all the 3D stuff that was out. This was the highest grossing movie summer of all time again is it because people are paying more per ticket i think so how many that's what they get you subtract out that cost and say all right well and it's probably not no how many actual people i don't think there are necessarily more people going to the movies they're just spending more money it doesn't matter how many people go whether two people went or 20 people went if those two people paid more money than the 20 combined yep it was a a success yeah it doesn't matter unfortunately It's it's just a big money making machine that disney world it is such as Disney. I mean, I agree I with know. you, but I mean, yeah. it's, everything the, it's, everything. It's, it's everywhere. And like you said, sometimes you don't have the option. So your two choices are go and pay more money or don't go. Right. Which sucks. Just don't go. Right. Yeah. Well, that's. I've, I've drawn. I've driven. I'm only further. one woman. I don't know how much difference it's going to make, <laughs> right. but I'm not going. Well, I was only one person and I canceled Netflix. And apparently I wasn't the only one sick of it. So you never know. I think you may have started a trend. Psh, you're damn right I did. Well, let's pro- let, let's work on 3D next. Well, let's, I didn't see Lion King 3D, 3D either. All right. So, no. uh, let's see. Let's move off of that. Back into some video game stuff. In addition to creation modes introduced in the past, WWE 12 will be the first game in the franchise to include the new create an arena mode. Finally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is this something you've been waiting yeah. for? Is it really? Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do custom aprons. You could make your whole NCW ring if you'd like to and whole arena based on that. Those guys suck. Or we're going to have uh, <laughs> Heaven's Fury Arena. Yeah. Yeah. You could make what the seventh circle of, of hell. hell. Oh, Inferno match. <laughs> it even lets you as far from what I've seen. I think you can change like the, the lights that go around the outside of the top of the arena and stuff. Like it's crazy. They did this in one of their games in the past. Something like this. Yeah. Yeah, 
What the hell was that? That's a bird again. Oh. They probably can't hear it in the show. Sorry, it's people. like a metallic echo. Um, <laughs> they did it in one of the ones that came out on. It was like WWF Attitude or one of those yeah. older ones. Yep. They let you go in and change the coloring of the the apron, the ropes, everything. As much as I'm cool. out of WWE right now, I think I'm still going to get WWE 12. I didn't play the last game that much, primarily because the story mode was so obnoxious, having to walk backstage to do everything. And it took so much time to get from one event to the next that it became like a chore. But this game looks awesome so far. And the the games for WWE is what originally got me into wrestling in the first place, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So maybe. What ones were you playing? I was playing the first SmackDown. You never played No Mercy or nope. WrestleMania 2000 on X, uh, nope. N64? My first wrestling game. Do well, you no. want to? I have them. <laughs> I, I, I would say my first wrestling game was SmackDown, but that's not true. WWE Raw. Uh-huh. On Xbox? On, uh, not Xbox. I, I think I, I did play it on Xbox, but there was a version of it There was for, a Dreamcast. I did play it somewhere else, too, that I really loved it, but I didn't have the system that I played it on. Whoa! I'm hitting accidental audio clips. Hey, Chris Tong. Hey, Chris Tong. Wow, you recognize his voice real I quick. I do. <laughs> super fan. That's for next week. Anyway, yeah, Chris Tong just gets into every single thing we do. <laughs> I'd take that out, but I'm sure he'll love it. <laughs> well, it sounds like a cool thing they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. More more creation stuff because I don't – I think I enjoy the creating stuff more than I enjoy playing yeah. the game. Oh, I just want to make everything, yep. which I think with uh, DC Universe Online, I'm going to download it because it's free now. I'm probably just going to make superheroes, and I'm never actually going to play the game. That's what I do. I would make me and everybody I know. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, some more Django Unchained. Oh, good. News for you. Uh, we had talked about Kevin Costner being bye-bye. Yeah. We don't need him. Kurt Russell, who starred in Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, is in talks to replace Kevin Costner in the filmmaker's Django Unchained. Excellent Acceptable. choice. Russell will be Are playing a character. Because he's just like not. I'm sorry. Nah. I'm cutting him off. I don't care. You know what? You're here. We should talk. He hates this stuff. I, know, I, I put this story in because he was geeking out over this movie and he's cutting me off on it. Well, he's just excited. Yeah. Look at it as a positive thing. I can look at his pants and see it's a positive thing. <laughs> hey, oh. No, that's just because I'm Italian. Oh, all right. It's because he was playing with his boobs earlier. Yeah, it was. True. I got my nipples hard. It's a long lasting effect. <laughs> Anyway, Russell will be playing a character called Ace, a man who oversees the plantation in a ruthless manner and who relishes punishing slaves. Awesome. awesome. Very cool. Awesome, awesome. Awesome, awesome, what, awesome. Really good cast choice, because yeah. I cannot stand Kevin Costner. Oh, he I, should just stop me. Did you ever movies. see Mr. Brooks? No. Oh, it's a really good movie. I think the last movie of his I saw might have been Waterworld. Wow. What else he's he not done? a good He's in like the post office man actor. or something? The post man. Whatever. It's not that like every movie he's in is bad. It's just that he's not a good actor. I mean, he reads the lines, but... We'll make sure you watch Mr. Brooks then. Okay. Because that's probably his best movie that I've seen at least. And Dane Cook's actually really good in it, and it's not a comedic role. He's always better as not a comedian. Yeah. And he was really good in it. This Uh, is still scheduled for next year? I believe so. Cool. More movie news. It appears that Wanted 2 is finally moving forward at Universal Pictures. Derek Haas, who wrote the original adaptation with Michael Brandt, tweeted out the following, quote, Michael and I were just hired by Uni to write Wanted 2. What was Wanted 1? The one with uh, James McAvoy was the main character, the guy who played Professor X in first class, mm. and uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, that was, was the in bullet it. bending Yes, thing. it was. Oh, That's based on a comic book. Okay. Believe it or that not. That was an entertaining film. I enjoyed it. I, it wasn't, I, it wasn't I didn't anything. buy it, yeah. but it was entertaining. It wasn't fantastic, no. but it was fun. Mm. It's better than Salt. Salt was terrible. Oh, You didn't like Salt? No. Oh. 
I kind of did. Nah. Yeah, the bird's still I making know. noise. <laughs> um, okay, we have a whole bunch of like reboot news. Mm. Mm. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Fetterman and Steven Skaysha, that's his name, Butch have been hired shit. to draft a reboot of Ooh. Zorro. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. This version is said to be based on the Isabel Ad Allende novel that, released in 2005, served as a mock biography. Fetterman and Scalabla are best known for television series like Human Target, Jericho, and Warehouse 13. Though Zorro will be released through Sony Pictures, it isn't planned to have any connection to the previous modern film versions, The Mask of Zorro and The Legend of Zorro. See, that's a character right there. You can just continue to do over and over. And In over. my yeah. mind, he's kind of like a James Bond. Yeah, that's like Bond. You can yeah. keep changing him up. That's fine. And Zorro can be passed down from one character to the next. Right, so exactly. That's a little more acceptable. Not too bad. Fremantle Media has announced that it has acquired the rights to Universal Soldier, the hit movie franchise, rebooting it as a major new global television property. It will be written by Damian Kindler of Stargate and Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. David Ellender, global CEO of Fremantle Media Enterprises, said, quote, Universal Soldier is FME's first foray into the sci-fi action genre, further diversifying our growing drama portfolio and underlining our reputation as one of the industry's leading developers, co-producers, and distributors of globally popular, high-quality scripted content. Alan Shapiro and Craig Baumgarten, who will be executive producers on the series, said, quote, We've long wanted to come up with a bold new way of updating Universal Soldier. We're thrilled to team up with Fremantle Media and are sure that the millions of fans who love the movie will now welcome it into their living rooms. Was that a Van Damme You're movie? still trying to figure out what that is. I heard you ask yeah, to yourself. Like, uh, Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Right. Yes. Never saw it. Yeah, this is such a, like, outside, like, I just don't care about the film franchise that much. sci-fi every now and then. So, yeah. It's all right. That's fine. Whatever. There was a two. There was a two. There was, like, a three. Oh. Yeah, there were a few. Wasn't a wrestler in one of them? Yes. Goldberg? Goldberg was in one. I think it was three. Yeah. There was one called, like, uh, Universal Soldier Regeneration or something, or Resurrection, one of those. I don't remember. Whatever. I never saw it. That's all Uh. about it. (laughs) Lastly, last news story, too. And this one is just, this isn't the who gives a rat's ass, like, segment (laughs) of news. But I threw it in because, I don't know, maybe someone will give a rat's ass. Fox 2000 has plans to bring the 1960s sitcom Mr. Ed to the big screen. The original series, which ran for six seasons, celebrated the 50th anniversary. fucking horse? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. The original series, which ran for six seasons, celebrated the 50th anniversary of its pilot broadcast last Saturday. The show starred Alan Young as Wilbur Post, an architect who winds up owning a talking horse, Mr. Ed, voiced by Alan Lane, that tends to speak only to him, constantly putting Wilbur in embarrassing situations. Jim Mahoney is set to produce the adaptation, of which few details are currently known outside of the fact that Ed will be a real horse with CGI lip movements. Is it going to be in 3D? Because it's the only way I'm going to see it. Probably. Now, <laughs> it's fine. It's for kids. It's fine. Now, I never That's watched fine. Mr. Ed the show, but from what I know of it, didn't he like never leave the stable? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. How the hell is that an entertaining movie? <laughs> it's going to be well, awesome. Well, I'm sure it'll be like he'll, every he'll other move. talking animal movie. Yeah, and it'll he'll, just he'll be, leave and... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I'm not going to go see it, but... No. There's only... Honestly... There's only so many movies to go bring your kids to that like aren't rated PG thirteen, you know. So I'm sure a talking horse would really entertain a four year old. So you know what? Go for it. All right. Okay. All right. Wow. You guys support things that I don't expect and then bash things I, that I don't expect. I try to be. I try to be like the devil's advocate. I kind of try to just. Why don't you just like, try to be you? 
Well, I know I do. Yes. No, <laughs> I, that's, that's how I am. I just I try to like figure it out. You it's know, like the devil's advocate and a zip <laughs> That's a wrestling character. It is. But I mean, you have to look at it for what it what it is. Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous, and I have no interest in it. Right. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't make it. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's a waste of money, though. <laughs> they <laughs> Maybe. could just take the money they were going to use and give it to us. Oh, that's a good point. Be a better use of money. That's a good point. We develop more high-quality entertainment. We do. It's true. But we probably wouldn't be as profitable. But not for four-year-olds. No. No, no. no. We were talking about nipples. No, not with Mike and his filthy fucking mouth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Say what? All right. Didn't you drop like six F-bombs on a show once? Details, details. Mr. School Teacher? Details, 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 details. Anything you'd like to plug or a final thought, Anna? No. Nah. Mike? Nothing. I don't do anything. I don't have a company. I don't do nothing. 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 I don't nothing. do nothing. I don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Mike? I'm good. You good? Yeah, I don't feel like right. plugging anything. All right. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> uh, if you want to see the articles we wrote about or uh, anything else, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com to find the show and the site and the articles. Please rate the show and write a review in iTunes. Tell Mike how much you like his nipples. If you have any questions, nice comments, <laughs> insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter. Or you can leave a voicemail at 508 316 9787. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show, you can send those to guests at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. Ah, man, I can do that kind of fast now. You know what's amazing, guys? He, he didn't actually just say that. That's just a recording. And yeah. then he threw in that last part at the end. You yeah. should just record that. I should. You say it every week. People would never get sick of that. Ever. It okay. save you some breath. Yeah, breath. Episode 55, we're out of here. Bye. Later. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to make note of a couple things I forgot to bring up during the show. One of which is that if you are at New York Comic Con, which is coming up next weekend, make sure to look for myself, Mike Volpe, Brian Lipsitz, and Matt the Medic, as we will all be there sporting Geek Generation gear. If you do see us, come on up, and we will give you one of those Geek Generation wristbands I've been talking about. Also, I recently did a guest spot for another podcast called Pop Spotting with Ryan and Jen. And if you'd like to listen to that episode, go to popspotting.net. And the episode is number 144, or find Pop Spotting on iTunes. Make sure you listen to that. All right, geeks, see you next week. Later. <laughs>